and then he put it, he crossed his feet and he be doing like weird shit with his oh, feet. He be like, hey man, what the fuck you doing over there? He be like, nothing, bro. I'm just chilling, man. What's up? So what, what's the move tonight? And then he like put his, you know how the girls chilling yeah. the pose when they on their stomach and they feet be up. And he did that. He like, yeah. So what we, what we got up for the night? He was like, hey man, what the fuck you doing over there, bro? <laughs> hey, bro don't be talking to me with your feet up like that, nigga. But yeah, Ralph, y'all niggas weird, bro. You can't have your feet out and Joe have his feet out at the same time. Bro, I, I had my toes out, bro. And you saw me, you know what I'm saying? I'm comfortable. Uh-huh. This nigga, bro, pulled them. <laughs> yeah, you can't pull your feet out, bro. I told just whip them holes out, Two though. grown men can't sit on the couch together with their toes out. With, bro, and wiggling them and shit. Bro, bro you, y'all next to each other. Y'all feet close, bro. That, Joe bro. was the one twisting his feet. One, and, and, one, and one stretched out knee, y'all was going to be playing footsie. I got my feet just over here tucked off chilling. No, your shit no, was extendo. They extendo clip. Joe over there fucking got them bitches cocked up. I and need y'all niggas to start practicing them. some self care, cause I'm talking about hit the salon, bro. Let Ling Ling tighten y'all niggas up, cause my, y'all feet look terrible, bro. First, fuck my for shit. two niggas who got the highest of utmost standards for their women's feet. You <laughs> niggas are hypocrites. The way y'all shit look. No, my shit just ashy. No, Joe, my shit just bitch, ashy. your shit look I'm like fr- eagle talons. What the hell are <laughs> you talking about? And he I'm, got him. He had some Tim's right now, cyclist. Uh, he went and put on. He went and put on the manliest yeah, shoes to get yeah, fired. Yeah, after Ralph, after yeah. Ralph just uh, this nigga Ralph had just his toes just like wiggling, just nigga, wiggling. He was wiggling in bitches. Not at all. Yeah. It's a tangy all odor. Cap. It's a tangy odor in, in in the room at this point, my nigga. Like you went too big, big cat, bro. That nigga that. Ralph feet got eggs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this nigga Ralphie, bro, you got some of the ugliest feet. I'm talking toes look like goddamn. Yo, I don't understand why you over there acting like your shit don't look like you was running with Kunta and shit. Bro. My shit decent. Like, like you was out there running with, with cinder blocks and shit. My shit decent when I grease. I'm Not fresh off the I'm Joe, fresh off the clock. You did, you can throw your welding boots in the garbage and go on that bitch bare feet. Bro. Your no, shit no. Hot, hot steel can drip on them bitches and it won't make a damn thing. <laughs> no, my shit is straight. My shit straight. I Ling Ling got, didn't, didn't did it. Joe you know got a perfect pair of work boots Ralph. on right under his shoes. Right under his, right under his Tim's. <laughs> Ralph. Got some fucking red wings on. <laughs> a perfect pair of work boots. I'm not about to sit here and fuck with y'all niggas hey, all night. Hey, this nigga Ralph feet look like goddamn. Boy, your shit just even ugly. about to do it. How your big toe shorter than your second toe? Oh, it's flow off? I ain't about to keep looking at this nigga feet. <laughs> bro, this nigga's, <laughs> nigga's flow can't be off, though. You got Your shit got to be that good slant down. It's slant down. It. Or even though... This nigga should look like a bar graph. Bro, I'm talking about this nigga raw toe. Bro, I've never seen you with All right, bro, it's weird. feet. It's weird that nigga. you can talk about his feet this much. Bro, Joe got a foot fetish. I'm about to For women, man. Put that shit back on, bro. No, I got to watch Joe, bro. I, bro, I, I, Joe, you such a type of freak. He did a whole episode about how you suck your toes. So yeah, let me go put my yeah, shoes on, Yeah, I'm talking on, about bro. my lady, my nigga. He been drinking tequila. Really on, bro. He been drinking tequila, too, Ralph. <laughs> bro, your shit. Y'all niggas wild. Y'all niggas wild. Y'all niggas wild as fuck. But, Yo, give me a blanket put on my Yo, <laughs> this is Beard Gang Jody with the Bearded Point of View podcast. I'm company with my co-hosts as always, Ralph. We got Chef Tay, and we missing conservative Bernie this week. He on punishment. So, no, I'm just fucking with y'all. He uh, he got his kiddos this week. But we got a lot in store this episode, man. Uh, in light of the Super Bowl, we're going to hit y'all across the head. Football. Football, football, football. We already know the the the, the hot topic of the week. Chad, what is it? Chad Weening? Oh, 
What is his name? I don't want that fucker. Chad name. W. Whatever. I don't want to get that fool. That that that, yeah. fuck that idiot. No no legs. So the we, white boy that beat up the black woman. That's just right. Because she and, won't and, bow down. And man. ain't and, and and ain't get a finger put on him yet. Ain't getting no drag through the mud on none of these platforms. First take, indisputed or undisputed. None of this shit. No news coverage. None of that. That that would have been you know Cam Newton or something. Cam Newton. Any other black player has we as as we have seen with the Ray Rice. Um. Chad Johnson with the headbutt. Any NFL player that has ever, you know, any black sports player, man, period. any black person, period, is magnified ten times more. So with everything, with the light of that, uh, uh, Tay, which, what's your thoughts on that, bro? Um, I just I mean honestly, man. First of all, first and foremost, domestic violence in general is gross. Chad Wheeler is this idiot's fucking name. Chad, Chad Wheeler. Wheeler. And Fuck he's a big Chad. bitch. He's Fuck a big you, bitch. Yeah, he's a he's a big ass NFL offensive lineman. So you know he's yeah, fucking he like huge. 6'10", ain't he? He's huge. He ain't six ten, but he's fucking huge. He's like six, six eight. No, six, but nonetheless, six, seven, six, domestic eight. violence in general is fucked up. We're not gonna sit here and advocate for right, right. You know, domestic violence. Facts. But my issue is, it's insane to me the amount of scrutiny that these black and players of color in general get for. For things for things that aren't even as bad as domestic violence in some cases, and they get drugged through the fucking mud, and they get slander, and they get blackballed out the NFL, and they get you know all this fucking scrutiny. Nobody said anything about this dude yet. It hasn't even been brought up. It's like the NFL is deliberately just choosing to not speak on it, and that's fucking crazy to me. And that's why, like, I, that's my biggest issue with the NFL, man. It's like they pick and choose who they want to basically fucking whose lives they want to ruin. And unfortunately, 98.9% of the time, that's the life of a young black or brown man. And that shit is fucked up on so many levels, man. It's terrible. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, right? So they giving your black ass the money and then after they give you the money, you need a way to get it back. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When we look at this situation, though, you know, he basically beat her because she wouldn't bow to him. So no, nah, I, I didn't even know. I didn't even see, know the backstory of why. He, that's that's what I, from my understanding, he wanted her to bow to him, and she basically was like, you know, you tip. You know, I ain't gonna say typical because I ain't gonna stereotype our black women. I guess, that he's, way. I guess he's no longer playing for Seattle. Well, he he resigned. I'm reading here it says former Seattle Seahawks player yeah, Chad Wheeler. He, he resigned. resigned. He didn't even get completed not guilty. Like what the fuck is that about? He he he. Long story less long, bro. He got a black woman and. He wanted her to bow. She said, no, we know our black women ain't about to just do no weirdo shit like that. Lesson is some in the bedroom type shit. You know, that's that freaky shit Ralph be on. But <laughs> he strangled her. He strangled her till she passed out strangled twice. Her. Strangled her till she passed out twice, beat her. Then went and finished the smoothie and finished dinner. And then when she woke up, she basically woke up and ran from the room to the bathroom to call the people, call yeah. the man on them. And he saw her running in the bathroom. He was like, oh, you're still alive. Yeah, that nigga sick. So and so for me, and, and you already know, man. They're gonna try to chalk. They're gonna try to chalk it up to mental illness or and, something and, like that. And the, and the it's C, always the mental CTE, illness when it's C, not us. Yeah, CTE. CTE. When it's not us, they always want to talk about that shit and but, how that affects in football. And but we've been we, we thugs and, and savages. Yeah, and that's. Yeah. I, so my whole thing, man. It just be like I just. I don't like the picking and the choosing. And mm-hmm. that's my whole... Because you got white players who have done so much egregious shit 
the Ben Roethlisberger's with his fucking rape, rape multiple rape cases and, and shit like that. And, and, and there's plenty other of them fucking guys. And, and they don't get any fucking scrutiny, man. But then you take a guy like Ray Rice, which rightfully so. Ray right. Rice did what he did. Yeah. Hey, look, comedy style <laughs> is not okay. You're sick. <laughs> yeah, you're a sick fuck. You're, you're a sick fuck. You're a sick fuck. That right, he. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't believe you just said, Joe. Really? You really? Hey, no. But keep it a buck. No, that motherfucker was clean. Joe, you will not. You will not drag me and Ralph in this fucking dark ass horrible, bro. That shit is horrible. Grown ass professional athlete man to hit a woman like that. That's horrible. Everything he got, he deserved. But keep it equal across the board. That's horrible. And then you got a guy like you got to keep it a buck. That shit was clean. Joe, shut the fuck. She went straight down. We kick you. Cut his mic off. Yeah, I'm about to. Jesus Christ. She went straight down, bro. But but then you got a guy like Michael Vick. You got a guy like Michael Vick, who was fighting dogs. And again, that's that's still egregious. Still still egregious. It's still egregious. He gets fucking drugged through the mud. He went still to jail. Still drugged to the mud, through the mud. After he's paid his debt to society, As he society and, went to prison, all that stuff. And then you got this fucking white dude. And six eight. And if, okay, a better example. You three, got a, six eight three twenty. You got a Colin Kaepernick who did nothing but kneel on his fucking on the ground. He didn't even kneel at first. He was sitting on a sitting bench. on a bench. Uh, a soldier asked him to kneel for more respect, and they and fucking, the people was like, "Oh, he's disrespecting the flag." And this man no longer has a career. Yet you got. And the NFL like denounced Colin Kaepernick and shit. But 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 then you got this fucking white dude, and woman. they have and Roethlisberger still playing on Sunday and still played every Sunday. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Well, I mean, but that lets you know as a person, you know, as a black man or a black woman or just as a person of color. I, I hate that term to be honest with you, but as a person of color, um, and that's a deeper darker. But as a person of color in this in this country, your value is. Only based off what you can do for your ability. That's entertainment. Entertainment. Entertainment value. If you're not entertaining. That's why, that's why I really I really love with a, what a lot of what the NBA and the WNBA did this year in terms of like speaking out against um you know police brutality. And, right. and they really made it. They really took a stand. And by them kind of coming together and unionizing in that way, it really silenced a lot of the whole, yo, you know, shut up and dribble mentality. Cause it was like we're not going to just keep letting shit happen and we're not going to say shit about it. The NBA and NFL, they did what they did this year by posting a few things and doing stuff. And a lot of it was performative. We're not dumb. You know what I mean? A lot of that shit was performative. Um, But nonetheless, the players are standing up and they are coming together and doing shit like that. But I just, for me, man, it bothers me so fucking much when, they they haven't even made a statement about the shit, right. bro. They vaguely talked about it on uh, Shannon Sharp and us. Kid, what's that? Undisputed. Even, oh, okay. They yeah, vaguely touched on what it. Do, but I mean, what was some of the things LeBron, that was I, I didn't even. Look, I didn't even watch it. I just looked at the headline. You know, you know, like you know what's been getting more headlines than this shit. LeBron, LeBron saying, shut the that, fuck up. LeBron telling that white couple to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. That's getting more headlines right, because than this dude and, beating and, the fuck out of this black woman. And they're happy about that because that takes the light off. It takes the light off. Yeah. So it's just, it was, it's just like how the news portrayed the black kid who had the BB gun that got shot and killed versus the white kid who had the real gun right. and the mental yeah. illness and he needs this and he's a good kid. It's always, the, you got to look at the way the words and the terminology used. Black people go downtown Detroit to protest a, 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 a grievance or protest of rioters. looters, rioters, thugs, this, that, and third, when the crowd is predominantly every other race but right. the black It's folk. a bunch of motherfuckers that ain't even from Detroit. That ain't even from and that Kyle area. Kyle Rittenhouse walks now, through with a, with a, a Kyle Rittenhouse, oh, he's a patriot. People. Oh, he was defending, defending and this and this and this. He wasn't even supposed to be there. He wasn't right. supposed he's to He's not have even a from gun. that country. 
I mean, he's not, he not from that city why, or state. Why does a fucking seventeen-year-old have a gun and it's allowed to murder people? And then he's old. He was defending this. He wasn't defending anything. He should have never been there. His parents should have had his ass at home. Yeah, yeah. So, so with 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 the way that the media isn't picking this up, what, how do that make you feel as a father, well, so a new know, father? We know that. that the media is a propaganda machine. And so the media is never going to actually tell the news how it's supposed to be. Like, you know, um, Sale, he was a, a, you know, Sale, a bouncer. Marcel, yeah, 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 yeah. So, he, you know, you know him. He's yeah. like a straight edge person. And, and like one time he didn't drink, do anything. Yeah. So he, um, he was bouncing and there was a dispute and he slammed a guy and the guy got injured and had a lawsuit. The news picked it up. They found a picture of him from Halloween and he was dressed as a blood. And portrayed him as a blood. As a blood. Movie. That's crazy. It's fucking crazy to spin it. Oh. When I saw that, I'm like, the news will put a spin oh, on it. I got one better for you. My uncle, who's do, who's now, they sentenced this man to 150. 150. 150. I thought it was 15. For what? 150 years. Which he should have been charged years. with. It was 100. Vehicle, vehicle of man. So I should have been charged him with second degree murder. charged him with second degree murder. He got, char- he got sentenced to 150 years of prison, minimum. A hundred years, so wow. he's gonna die in prison for for uh, police. It, granted, he deserves some time. He did right, some wrong. Right. Went on a high speed chase, ran a red light, got into an accident, killed a man. He should have been charged with vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, that's the first thing. Second thing is his lawyer that was representing him in court was going through his own trial and didn't even have his bar card anymore. Legally, did not even have a bar card anymore. Wow! And they let that they let they allowed that lawyer to represent my uncle in court. My uncle. Got his uh, what is it called when you when the police read you your rights and they go Miranda rights. rights the Miranda rights but it's something else when they get when they um they have to do something to you within like like forty eight hours where the case gets dropped where well, they gotta give you they gotta read your Miranda rights when they arrest you uh-huh. and then they got seventy two hours to hold you without charging you with anything but it's it's called something nonetheless they they within that seventy two hours because he was in the hospital in a coma. The, on the third day, he was somewhat coming to from his coma, and that's when they they did that process. That's crazy, and they, and that shit held up in court. So fast forward, get back on topic. I just want to kind of give up a quick backstory, but back on topic, he when the news picked up his case in court, right? They so there was a point in time at the court when my family was at the courthouse, and when he when they brought him into the room. We were all sitting there and he looked at his daughter and he smiled at his daughter. The news got that clip and they were on the news like he doesn't even care. He's the most, you know, unremorseful, heartless person. He's literally looking at the family of the man who's who killed and he's laughing at them. And at no point was that the reality. The reality was he saw his fucking five-year-old daughter in the courtroom where he knew he was about to face in 150 years in prison. And that was his one little bit of, you know what, I see my kid, I'm a smile. I haven't seen my kid in two years since I've been in trial. And the news spent that and said he was a heartless, careless man, and he's laughing at the family in their moment of grief. That's how the news can fuck people. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you read the comments. You know, you go to foxfood.com right. yeah, and you, you read got the, the assholes. And you got assholes. Now, oh, man, this fucking N word. He's he doesn't give a fuck about people. He deserves everything he's getting. And the guy that you know, all that type the, of shit. The guy that happened to die was a ex veteran or some he's an shit. Ex vet. Like, yeah. You know, old. So like that's 70, why they seventy five year old man from Lake Orion and like. I'm, I get it. I get it. Again, you did you did something wrong, you did something so you deserve time. But it's like, but. 
hundred years is pretty. A hundred, nobody should get a hundred years. He could have gotten less time for walking outside. He could have gotten less time for walking to that man's front door, knocking on his door, and shooting him in the face. Yeah, yeah. he would have gotten less time. They were out to prove a point with it. They wanted to prove a point. They were making an example out of him, and that circles all back around is making exact. These fucking NFL owners, they they it's like they want to make examples out of black people and then do right boy well, I mean, or look, yeah. look at look at plantation when a slave did something out of line they took him in front of everybody and whipped, whipped him. him and that's what they do or, 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 or fucking broke him fuck or, him in the ass fuck him in his ass or do some wild make ass shit make him fuck his mama just th- yep. i was thinking about that today yep. That's some wild ass shit yeah. to literally do to another human being. Yeah. Well, but they didn't, according they didn't to you, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't view you as a human, as a human being. But you are a special. Even specimen. while you're doing it, if you you're doing animal. some shit right. like that, you're an animal to do that to somebody, to fuck somebody in the ass in front of his family, or or whip the shit out of somebody. But, or make but, fuck but, their why, but those types of <laughs> people, I don't want to put, up, but like those, those people. Well, they were sick. Right. The fact that you can, in your in your right conscious mind, you do that and you, sleep at night. You and the people of your masses can say. We are we are the superior ones. We deserve for you all to be our fucking farm animals. Yeah. For for you to even right for, for you to be able to say I'm gonna come to a country that is not mine Still and I'm gonna and I'm gonna put thing. poison in these blankets and set them on people's bodies to eliminate their fucking race. So they're they're genetically just a fucked up group of people. That's why. I'll, and I'm gonna be honest, bro. I'm gonna be keeping buck with you. I'm not a racist person. I have. I'm not well, even. Well, black a people can be racist. I have a friend. I have plenty of white friends who I'm cool with and all that. But I'm gonna be honest with you. There's not one white person in my that I know Same that I me. fully trust. Not one because they all got their way. I had white friends that I grew up with in high school, and like they always at some point or another let some little racist bullshit slip out, and it just that's just what it was. Yeah. There was a point in time when my friends, I, we talk about this all the time, my friends in high school, and I, they was all cool with me, and they fucked with me heavy. But, like, they would be having these parties and shit, and they would say little shit like, hey, uh, you know, can you not bring any of your cousins to this one? And I'd be like, what? The fuck is y'all on? Right. You know, some, they, your cousins, they just make some people feel a little uncomfortable. I'm like, so, but I don't, I, I don't make y'all uncomfortable with my cousins, dude. That's weird. Right. Like, y'all, so, but no, needless to say, man, all that shit is fucked up. But what bothers me is how anytime there's some white people doing some wild shit, it's always they want to blame it on mental health. And it's very specifically the football, they want to blame it on this whole CTE. CTE and, which CTE is a real thing, you it know. Is a real and, thing. And, and let's give some back uh, story or some information about CTE is basically you, you, you looking at putting your head and your brain inside of a, a, a tool and you continuously for 60 minutes. Running that into another object, and your brain is bouncing, mm-hmm. and over time it develops stress for the brain, which in turn, as you get older, is like almost like a form of dementia. Yeah, or it's a constant form, bruising. It's constant bruising to the brain that, in turn, cause memory loss. You know, episodes, manic yeah, episodes. Manic um, you know, suicidal, suicidal, homicidal. Your brain just starts to trip because it's not know? working correctly. And if we're being honest, to even play football as a as a as a Human, you gotta not be all the way there for real. For when you think about it, because you're really every play, your object is to physically move another person, Mm -hmm. forcefully and physically move another person offensively, and defensively is to attack attack a person. It's 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 a fucked up mindset or fucked up way to say it when you look at it that way. But when you look at the the benefits of this, it's actually a good thing as well because it teaches a lot of discipline and structure. Yeah, I mean, I, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to get too much into breaking down. Because I mean, yeah, yes, it's a barbaric sport. Like right. that's 
along with rugby, along with a bunch right. of other hockey, shit. Hockey. Soccer. You can physically like scrap with a motherfucking hockey. So right. that's needless to say. But but with that being said, yes, it is some barbaric shit that you're doing. Right. That's human nature. For you know, and, and since, the be, be since the beginning of time, there's always been competition. There's always right, been right, right. competitive, you know, whatever, competitive outlets and all of those things. Because as humans, we're just naturally competitive people. That right. being said, in terms of what we do know about the, and unfortunately now, so first question I'm going to ask y'all is, because what we do know about CTE is that no doctor can determine whether or not you have CTE or not until you're dead. So that, right. so there is no treatment for it. There is no cure for it because they can't even die. They can't even determine if you have it or not until right. you are dead and they can actually take your brain out and actually dissect Cut it, it and, and study it. Right. So let me ask y'all a question. As former football players, when y'all die, would y'all donate y'all brains to Fuck a CTE no. study? Fuck no. No? No. Absolutely not. Because, honestly, I don't feel that I made it to a level where it was constant enough. I mean, the semi-pro stuff, I did take a couple hits and I would be like dizzy. And mm-hmm. I feel I've been concussed before, even in high school. I know for a fact I've been Yeah, concussed. I definitely. hundred like, percent. I didn't play. I played through but whiplash and concussion. At the time, it was just like, shake it off, be a man. So I and was just like, not yeah. say nothing. I played a whole season with a poor groin and just kept going. Yeah. But- it's not something I would. NFL players, I definitely think they should, but I, I really think it's it's just it's the risk of something you well, play. I'm you a, know it's a brutal sport, and you jump in it, uh, and you made millions out of it, so that's the risk. Just like being a polo right, and police officer, you can be shot any time. That's, that's kind of what I was going to attest to, Ralph, and I don't mean to step on you if you're oh, not, no, though. No. Um, I, I, I do think there should be some sort of – bonus, if you will, for lack of better words, towards players that do make it professional or into the NFL and that level of contact, that speed of game, that let level of, you know intensity. Intensity, it's right? A whole other level. Um, but I don't as well, and this is me playing devil's advocate, when you sign up to play football, you understand what you're doing. You know, you understand the risk that at any given play, you can be hit and be paralyzed, killed or never be able to play another down of football. So for me, it's like, yeah, 50% of me wants to, you know, say, yeah, you know, we should donate our brains because we had this contact. And I'm pretty sure all of us have been playing ball since peewee, since mm-hmm. little, you know, five, six-year-old kids. But at the same time, we didn't have to do that or, or we didn't have to continue that when we start to understand certain shit. So understanding where we're at right now is like, you know, I I signed up for this. Mm-hmm. I know the risk for this. You know, like even where my where where I currently employed, before you your first welding, yeah, they let you know like aluminum causes Alzheimer's. Invar Alzheimer's. In, in, Alzheimer's. Uh, Alzheimer's. Say all the time. Uh, <laughs> um, Invar, it contains nickel. When nickel is, is is heated to a certain temperature, it releases a cancerous film. Mm-hmm. They let you know this and you sign a f- paper saying, hey, I understand this mm-hmm. and I still want to do it. So it's kind of like the same with me for with football. It's like I weigh the benefits. Okay, I'm going to be making millions of dollars to play a, a, a kid's game. To play something that I, I that's fun for me, right? But it does have a risk of me mentally not being all the way there. PTSD. Now, just to touch on this real quick, as 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 black people, I think even our kids being born 
already have some level of trauma mentally because yeah. it's it's just some, some genetic some genetic because it's 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 been done to our people generational since it's generational generational mm-hmm. mental physical stress. emotional stress abuse nonstop when we look at this news we see black people being shot on TV you mm-hmm. get on the social media it's black people being shot everywhere you turn you 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 talk about you go outside, black people beating black people up. Now, I'm not saying black on black crime because crime is proximity, right? Mm-hmm. But we we have a a, a a hatred complex to ourselves. We don't like ourselves. And that's because we've been bred, if you will, quote unquote, for lack of better words, to not like ourselves. So I think we all have CTE playing or without playing football because it's a form of PTSD. Our brain has went through so much stress and so much trauma since birth. That is, we sometimes may not know what the fuck is reality and what is mm-hmm. like fictional and unfictional. So I just think it's a little, and that's a long winded answer, but I just think it's like it's 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 touchy, you so know. For me, for me, for me, I'll say, and again, we all talking very hypothetically here because none of us played, um, you know, at a le- at at the NFL level, right? So none of us had that many years of it, but just knowing what we when we played little league, yeah. I, I mean, even from Little League, I can vividly remember because I was a bigger kid. I remember fucking some of them other kids up. And But when you were yep. a little kid, when you were a little boy, back in the 90s when we played Little League ball, it was like, shake it off, you good. It was that was, it was the right. shake it off, be a man mentality. Shake it off, toughen up mentality. Whereas like, uh, so, and then even going on to middle school and high school, I was a banger. I know I was. And I used to literally, I remember hitting motherfuckers and the whole second play after that, don't even see remember. shit. Yeah. See shit the but I was just like, yeah, I was just like, fuck happened. it, we out here now. So what happens is gonna happen. That's how it was. It's that first part. You are one hundred percent concussed at that point. If you hit a motherfucker with your head, and the next whole play, you can't even see fucking your fingers in front of your face. Yeah. You are concussed. But it's that we were bred as little niggas to toughen up, shake it off. You good? Keep going. So I will say. There is a small, there's a small level of the potential of it in in all of us who have played football. Potential, I'll say. And for me, once I'm dead, I don't give a damn what the fuck they do to my body. Because what the, I mean, as long as my body looks straight for the casket, y'all can take my brain and research, motherfucker. I, I don't care at that point if it's gonna eventually help somebody because. The more research they can do on it, just like the anything else in science, right, the more they can find out about it. So who's doing me, the research for me? My thing is, I, I just yeah. I mean, know. Joe, that's a really good point. It's like, are they actually using it for research, or are they fucking cloning more white people to create a all white well, army or whatever? No, 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 not even that. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know, know. We don't know no, what they do in them fucking government thing, research. My thing lab, with that, but, my, my thing with that is like, are you researching it for actual shit, or are you researching it because there is this thing where black people are looked at as. We can tolerate more pain. Yeah. So you're researching to see how much pain you can. Because I mean, let's just whatever. Be what my thing is, whatever the, the the fucking hypothesis and the goddamn result and the thesis and the analyst and whatever they I, like. For me, I personally don't care about what the research is going to or what the research. Is. I don't care because for me, it's like if it can help anything at any point, any study, any answer, any result. What the fuck am I gonna do with a dead brain inside my dead body? What am I gonna do with it? Shit, keep it away from the motherfuckers that don't mean to no good. Man, yes. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. But so, I'm with, I, so I say all that, and I and I want to I want to kind of circle back around 
to that. So knowing what we know about CTE and concussions and all these things, and I'm really interested to hear this answer from you guys because, Joe, you have sons. Ralph, you have a boy or girl on the way. A boy. So you have a son coming on the way um, in the future. And you have little boys that you take care of now. So I'm going to say you're a a boy dad already. Pretty much. Um, And I really wish Dave was here for this conversation. But being boy dads. Hell, hit him on the phone. Being boy dads. um, Let that man be with his kids. Do you think you're going to allow your boys to play football? And I'm going to answer this question last because you all already know my son already plays football. So I want to get, I, re- I really want to hear from Joe and Ralph. What, wh- how do y'all feel about y'all boys playing football? And what does that mean for y'all? Go ahead, Ralph. You got it. I was just long winded. So myself, hell yeah, I'm going to let him play football just because it's something that I enjoy and I would love to see him play football. If he doesn't want to play football, it's cool too. But, I'm going to look at it a different for my kids. I'm going to look at stuff is different because, you know, as a, in our generation, our parents pretty much would let us do stuff or do stuff or tell us something. And it was never the why. So I'm going to explain to my son what a concussion is, how you get it, what's going on and tell him, don't shake that shit off. Tell me if you feeling, if you seeing mm-hmm. stars and you go blind, cause I've had it happen. And I would just shake it off. Like, Oh, fuck it. I'm not about to be the soft one out here uh-huh. on the field. Um, I'm going to tell him what's going on so he'll have the the knowledge to make an informed, an informed decision versus just, oh, no, I'll be a man about it. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself to keep your health. That's why people like LeBron and, and Mayweather have such longevity in sports because they know when something's wrong. Um, look at Kyrie. Kyrie had mental health issues. He took some time off. He came back. He'd been dropping 30 points a game. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more about keeping yourself healthy and and managing yourself. And if you do want to make it that your profession, look at it like anything with a business. You're not going you're not going to go to your kitchen and order $30,000 worth of steak and you know you only need $10,000 worth of steak. You're going you're going to make an informed decision on it. That's how I look at it. So, so let me ask you a question then, Rob. So what what about it gives you a level of comfort to be able to say because you know the risk, you know the effects. So what about and this is this is kind of a loaded question, but I just really I want to keep this kind of dialogue going. Saying. So, so what, what about, about what about no, the, you knowing everything about what gives you that comfort to still be like, you know what? I'm still going to allow my children to be subject to these risks. Okay, a lot of people look at football as just like a violent sport, but it really isn't. It's a thinking man sport. Um, think about it. As an old tackle, you had to think: what is this offensive man going to do? What is this linebacker going to do? What am I going to do right here? It's Where like am a big I ass step? game of chess. Yeah, so it's a it's a, it's a game physical of chess, chess, but it has also the physical. Honestly, my main thing about football I like was whacking somebody's ass. I really enjoyed stress that. reliever. I was I, I was trying to go hundred miles per hour at all times. That's just the person I am, and so it was just a competition. I'm a real competitive person, so it wasn't really just like I don't look at football like like most people do. I look at it. I see I see the chess on it, uh-huh. so. That's what I like. I really you see think the intellectual. It, yeah, it builds. Properties a, it, it builds a lot of character, a lot of discipline. You can't do anything football without discipline. Um, you have natural talent, but somebody with natural talent can get their ass kicked by somebody. By somebody that harder. Would... So that's what I like about football. Okay, Joe. Joe, for you, so, how do you feel about your boys playing ball, and are you going to allow them to? So I'm definitely going to allow them to play. I'm still fifty fifty on the fence with it, right? Um, I got two boys, six and three. My six-year-old, he's more into the 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 education. He's more into 
how the fuck shit works. He's a scholar. He's a scholar. He's a, uh, he loves dinosaur science and all these things, but he has this physicality about him. He has this pent up rage. And that's, that's kind of how I was as a child, right? He has this thing where he'll let you poke at him and just keep poking at him until it gets to a point to where he's like, all right, I've had enough. And then he doesn't have an off switch. So he goes completely left. And he just rage, 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 rage until that rage has been satisfied. So for that reason, I do. That's what football helped me with. It helped me kind of understand, like, okay, when to use this rage, when not to use this rage. How to control the temperament. How to control the temperament. Discipline, for lack of a better word. Discipline. So understanding that the brains, um, you know, the CTE, understanding that, um, you know, the, the negative effects football have, like sort of kind of piggybacking off of what Ralph said, there's a certain precaution you can take. I can make sure that I'm um, I'm having these conversations about the risk with my child. I can make sure that I'm having these conversations about um, you know, certain um, you know, ways to go about it. The things that I did, you know, I remember it was a game where I had whiplash and a concussion. In the same game, all I did is took two ibuprofen 800s and it was like, shit, I'm numb at this point now. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking in high school, 1,600 milligrams ibuprofen. That's a lot for a motherfucker that don't do mm-hmm. shit. I'm going to feel numb. So I'm just running around whacking people for no reason. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So understanding that when you get these certain feelings, like I still have injuries from, from high school yeah. and from semi-pro to where I can't even – if I get on my bench press, after so many bench presses – my shit start fucking um, my shit start fucking like crackling in my mm-hmm. shoulders, you know. So just making sure that my children are understood. Like, and another thing, I'm thinking right now because my six year old he's eligible to play now. I'm thinking flag until seventh eighth grade, okay, and then con introduced to the contact. Um, the main reason why I I'm do, really glad you made that the, point. Go the, ahead. the main reason why I want my kids to. Play football, though, is, is is strictly the discipline. The discipline that it instilled in me, the discipline, it teaches you how to operate. Like you said, it's a thinking man's game. It teaches you how to operate with the team. It teaches you how to focus. It, it gives you the physical athlete, a- aspect. I don't believe a man should be walking around this earth and not have no sort of athleticism or physicality to himself. You get these six six dudes that you see at working at Target as a cashier, and you're like, bro, what the fuck? Like, and it may be a twisted way to do it. Yeah, it, you know, it, I get it. It's, it's a fucked up way to think about things. They tripping over their feet and shit. Yeah, it's like, they, bro, how the fuck you? They clumsy. Yeah, it's like, bro, sports discipline. It teaches you how to work with others. Agility. Agility. It gives you. It gives you. It teaches motor you. skills. And, and and shout out again. Shout out to D uh, DJ Lynch. This is my man's. It's an episode that I wanted to do early on with him, and this is kind of digressing, but sports after college, sports after high school, sports after the pros, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a certain mentality that it has on you too. It's a it, it comes with the dark side, which is the depression and, <laughs> and, and 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 this and that and the third. So, you know, it's just like making sure that they understand the risk and, mm-hmm. and easing them into the contact, mm-hmm. because again. My six-year-old wants to box. And I I went out and I got mitts and everything so I can teach him and get him sort of ready to get contact. But that's, you know, that's contact to the head. Boxing is straight, Mm -hmm. Straight 80% headshots. 
So it's just like understanding like, okay, boom, these are the risks. Let me put you in these positions so that you have the knowledge. Now, I I guess, you know, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, I lost so, my train of thought on so, that. So, so, so y'all both made really, really good points. And I want to speak, speak from a standpoint of, a, of a, someone who has a nine-year-old boy who is playing tackle football, who is also a coach for that football team. So my views on football and youth playing football. So, A, yes, it comes with risk. We all know that. Right. Risk are in any every a kid can fuck themselves up teaching them how to ride their bike without training wheels. Right. My son so, for people to, so people be like, oh, I don't want my kid to play football because of the concussion factor and blah, 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 blah. But then they'll go let their children play baseball. Right. Another very, very highly concussed to do sport. Right, because you let get hit that ball, it's a right. Not even, and, that, and that's the thing. That's the, that's the biggest, you know, it's not even the ball you got to worry about. There's so much physical contact that happens in baseball. Right, sliding. sliding into head hit, first, yeah. diving for fucking foul ball. You know what I mean? I hit my head on the ground playing yeah. baseball, yeah. and I ain't got no fucking helmet on. Like, I played baseball for fucking five years. You yeah. know, I'm not more than that shit. Fourth grade all the way through shit, high school. So, yeah, I played baseball for years. Soccer. There's more head. There's more deaths in the sport of soccer due to head injury than any other sport. Right. It's like statistically speaking, that's right. not me. You just running around with some hoop shorts and a t-shirt on, and you literally. But the motherfuckers get kicked in their fucking heads all the goddamn yeah. time. So when people start talking about <laughs> that's they do. fucked up. Hey, you can imagine David Beckham kicking Ralph and his bro, soccer no, that's, ball. That's shit. really what happens, though, bro. This nigga Ralph head biggest. That's really what, what size happens, you bro. Reportedly, there's more reported. There's more reported. There's more reported deaths due to head injury in soccer than any other sport. So when people start being like, "Oh, I don't want my kid to play football specifically because of the concussions and all that kind of stuff that comes with it," I have to always counter that by saying, "Well, what sports do you think are appropriate for your kid?" And then they always say some dumb shit like soccer or karate or all these fucking things that you still get hit in the fucking head. So that my my point on that is, there's risk in every fucking sport. Quite literally, every sport there are risks. Now, to your point, Joe, you made a comment by saying, I might wait till my kids in middle school, late middle school, seventh, eighth grades play the tackle football, right? And to that, I'll say that's when football becomes dangerous. And let me tell you why. That 11 to 13 age group is a very weird age gap, right? Because you get those kids who are 11 who still yeah. have children's bodies, and then you, and then you get freak. those 13-year-olds who – they just hit puberty a lot. It's a, that puberty right. age. They look like so some pu- men. So puberty for some looks totally different than puberty for others. So for me, the reason why I feel that if you are going to allow your children to play football, get them in it early. Obviously not four and five. And when you see the little five-year-olds out there running around with them big-ass helmets on and shit, that shit is dumb. Because they, they can barely fuck us. They, can, they just learn how to walk a year. Yeah, ago. they look like lollipops. Like, relax. But, like, I think the old school, like, law of, like, Tackle football can't start till they're eight, nine years old. I think that's the perfect age to get young boys into football. And this is why I'm going to tell you, right? And football now is a lot different than it was when we played, right? When we For were sure. kids, sure. it was it was you, you, bashing to each other as fast as you fucking can, fuck them up. And that was, but that was because that's <laughs> what Oklahoma drill. That was an Oklahoma drill. Oklahoma. Yeah. But or, that's because. Or, or, the, or the bloodbath. That's I don't because know the dads that coached us, the dads that coached us played in an era where the fucking helmets was as thin as the goddamn white claw can. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So they, they whole shit is fucked up anyway. But now, speaking from a, a Little League football coach's perspective, there are so many rules to that shit that we have to follow. 
to make sure the kids don't get hurt. We can only have full physical contact practices for like 20 minutes total a week. So that means in these hour and a half practices we have every day, we can only do full physical contact and tackling drills for like five to 10 minutes. Right. Okay. So right? question with that. Do you think that's that's beneficial or it could it, I mean I could see the benefit from it because it's it limiting it's it, 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 it's limiting the, the the physical contact so which in turn is limiting the damage to the body uh-huh. but I can also see the downside to that because they're not prepared for the physical So Joe con- you just you just hit the nail on the head right and I'm going to tell you why I say this is why you should get your kids into it early rather than later right so during practice that they they actually took that from the NFL's way of practicing right the NFL only actually has a full padded practice one to one and a half days a week. The rest of the week, right. it's learning the it's game. The NFL. It's learning. That's right. what I'm saying. It's learning the game. It's learning plays. It's learning like that. So on the little league level, they want us to spend more time teaching the actual fundamentals of the game, teaching how to tackle, teaching. Because I'm going to be honest, when we was just coming up, they didn't teach us how to fucking tackle. They said, ass. yo, go hit him fast as you fucking can. <laughs> we have to teach the kids. You head down. Come yeah, right. hey, we got to teach the kids. They used to, they, used to, they, used, they used to teach us drop the hat. I remember being taught, yo, drop you running up because I play fullback as a little fat dude. I play fullback. Tay, somebody get in front of you. Yeah. I was a little stocky, was a little stocky little nigga. Tay, you you bigger than that kid. He can run his ass over. Run his ass over. Drop the hat on his ass. But now we're taught as because we have to do these coaches like seminars every fucking season. Not a seminar, but it's like a class you gotta take. And you gotta you gotta pass you gotta pass the fucking class to even get to even coach. So they say, you know, okay, so the things that they tell us is like teach the kids how to Get your butt down. Get your neck, head up. Face mask on the ball so that they not fucking head first spearing people. So we spend a lot of time teaching the kids how to properly play football. I tell people all the time, one of the best sports you can have a young football playing kid play is rugby. And the reason why there's less injuries in rugby than there is in football is because football, you have this false sense of security of all this padding and these helmets and shit. Whereas rugby, same thing physicality but you're forced to tackle properly you're forced to bring people down to the ground properly because you don't right. have pads. these right. pads right. and this right. helmet right. you can land on so you're hey, they be hitting in rugby they dog. hit but they but if you notice anytime a rugby person go to tackle it's they, shoulder they don't never just drop their hat and just blow but see no and that's what they wrap up because you know dropping the hat dropping the hat came in handy because i used to i used to ear hold again and that's why you a little nuts now no but what i'm saying is so what i'm saying is i say all that say my my point to you joe is that to me it's better to get the kids in there young right because they can actually learn how to properly play football you throw a kid who's been playing flag so he's 13 or 12 and you throw him out there with a bunch of kids who's been balling for years he gonna get fucked up that first time he get hit by that little 13 year old boy who when he was 12 i'm serious when he was 12 years old when he was 12 years old, he was in his mirror doing push-ups and shit because he started right. seeing this little mustache coming in. My son right now, I'm going to be honest, my son right now, starting to smell that nigga be at the crib doing push-ups. He fucking, he, hey dad, can we go down to the gym? He be on the treadmill and I know when season come, it's going to be that little boy who mama didn't feel comfortable with him playing till he was at least 10 and my son been playing since he was 8. My son going to fuck that kid up because he been playing since he was right. 8. So he's already... The hardest part about so eight years old is when they start when they start tackle, right? Right. The hardest part about the first three weeks of that shit is teaching the kids that, hey, the pads are there. You won't get hurt. It's teaching them just how to be physical trusting in the pads. and trust the pads. Right. My Without son's been, my son's been learning how to trust his pads for three years now. So this season, it's gonna be some little kid. It's his first time on the field 
that kid is subject to get fucked up. Hey, I used to and, bring and, and, them kids that used to and, and, when you come yeah. and make that content. And they stop and shit. But but that's how that's how both kids end up getting hurt. Because y'all know when you hit somebody who's not hitting back, that shit hurt more than yeah, hitting somebody who thug because you blow right through them and you're you expecting that resistance and you don't get it and you fuck yourself up. So hey, I used to run straight. Motherfucker yeah. used to tim it up. I used to love that shit. I'm but like, see, oh, you so, up? so that's what I'm saying. Is, but see, when you start them off young. You might have those one or two kids who are a little more physical, a little more fast, a little more strong. That's just human nature. Right. But these kids are 85 pounds soaking wet. So an 85-pound-year-old little boy running around, and he knock into you a certain way, it's only so much damage it's going to cause. Right. If you are a 12-year-old, 13-year-old little boy, you never put a fucking helmet on, and you got this other – because I'm going to be honest, at, in eighth grade football, there is no weight limit. So, no, I'm right. gonna be, nigga, I was 250 in eighth grade. I, and it was, was two fifty. I was two fifty eighth grade. No, I was not. I was I was like two thirty. I was like two thirty because I graduated two eighty five. So yeah, I was like two thirty in like eighth grade, right? Two thirty five, right. right? But I was playing against kids who was one hundred twenty five, one hundred thirty five pounds, little ass skinny ass, ass kids. Because in middle school, again, it's a really weird age. Right? Puberty hits kids differently, and I would be fucking them kids up. So now, but I played with kids who we had all been playing since we was in middle school. So the kids who was one hundred thirty five, one hundred forty pounds. Playing literally, they learned how to juke. They learned how to get the fuck out the way. Yeah. They learned how to take a tackle. Hey, so look, you gonna have your co- boy out there trying to pull flags at thirteen? He gonna get his fucking bill? Well, no, I ain't say thirteen. I'm you just saying twelve. <laughs> I'm no, I'm saying like like sixth grade, seven, eleven. Grade. It's gonna be the first time you let him play tackle. Not no, no, because you do know the eleven year olds play with the twelve, thirteen year olds. No, right, right. So listen. He gonna get his bell rung. He gonna try to pull some heat flag. Yep. They won and get his fucking. He not gonna like the content. And he gonna and he gonna hate football. So my whole thing as far as Chase goes. It's not necessarily because Chase is not – he doesn't care for sports. He likes soccer. That's about it. When it comes to actually – I've asked, you know, do you want to play sports? Boxing and soccer. Me more so the football is to more so teach him the discipline. Now, Joseph, boy, you breathing like a motherfucker. I was about to say, what the fuck you just go back there and do for me? You breathing like you went back there and rub one out or something, nigga. <laughs> you went back there and tugged on your turkey for uh, a minute. Man, Jesus Christ. This nigga was just – Bro, I ain't, <laughs> ain't going to lie to you, Chase. Since I had Corona last fall, oh, my no, I got I had it like in November. This my nigga lungs just has been fucked. Like they still haven't recovered from it. So you still got Corona? You no, I don't have Corona, it? but the damage to my lungs, like I breathe hard as hell now. You ain't noticed that? Yeah, because you 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 got a big ass fucking no, head. Nigga, it's, <laughs> your head look like a motherfucking goddamn. No Corona shame me. Corona shame. Look, don't start that shit. Don't start corona that. me too. But no, so I just want them to more so get into get into the football for the for the discipline. Chase, that is. Now, Big Boo, Bulo's a guy. He can start next year. Bulo can start tomorrow. That little motherfucker there, he do that naturally. Since he's been a baby, this little nigga just would get up and run into the wall and start laughing. Ha ha ha, daddy, that was cool. So it's just like you know, understanding my, my my kids, the difference between the two. But if Chase does do start to like football and want to get into it, of course I would put him, you know, I would give him a year or two of flag so he understands the the, the concept and gets the game down and then I'm introduce him to mine right into the fire. Hey, I mean, to each his own. Now, um, funny story about dropping the hat. I remember playing ball for the Dell. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I got I got I got took off of starting on everything right. Coach was mad. He was, his panties yeah, was his in, panties a in a bunch. His pussy in a bunch. Little his little pussy was getting plugged. So he was, you know little, <laughs> little bitch pussy ass. was wet. Man, y'all <laughs> niggas wild, bro. So shout out to so, Coach Deutsch. Fuck Coach Deutsch, bitch ass. 
So, <laughs> Joe Hurt. No, I'm definitely hurt. And his son suck. I hope his son fucking get oh, blew up. Jesus Christ, Joe. What is going <laughs> on? On the field. Here? On the field. What is going on with you? Hey, bro, bro do you understand this? Joe, you know what? School. I was doing really, you was doing real good this episode. You hadn't said nothing uh, real wild. Man, you hadn't said nothing to fucking no demographic of people. <laughs> and then you, and you hope his son he blow up? Bro, first off, his daddy, Deutsch, is a little weird old rapey nigga. First he off, definitely a little rapey. So fuck <laughs> weird old rapey nigga. So fuck he, that. He, he gave you that pedal vibe. So secondly, vibe. secondly, you know how many, Allegedly. speaking speaking on black athletes, you know how many black athletes he's fucked? Fucked over, yeah. We got Brandon Miller, Adrian Cannon, DJ Lynch, yeah, Joe yeah. Glenn. Mook. Don't mention yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely <laughs> mention me. Moot. We got Thumbhead ass Ralph. We got goddamn Walt. We got Dylan. All right. We got French. These are all we got. We don't know. So go ahead. No, these are all solid D2. You know them, but none of our fucking listeners know these niggas. They are some of our listeners. So, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to everybody. But look. Yeah, shout out to all them niggas. Solid dudes. So, 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 Fuck so. Deutsch. It was, uh, he Pussy. took me off of first team everything after we played y'all. Mm-hmm. And he said, you got to earn your fucking spot back after he fucked up on my information. And took me out because he didn't want me to breathe. So Joe started ass he, back. No, so, 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 so he he took me out because he didn't want me to start, and he didn't want to admit that I was about to break the school record in interceptions for a single season, the seventh game in the season. And I still had two more to pad on top, and I was averaging two picks a game at that point. So he put me on second team. All this, and he put me on second team office. I'm at receiver. I don't know if you remember this, Rob. I, I told you. I, no, I, I told you. I told you about it. this. I told you about this. So I'm at receiver. We run this little route. You know, it's a fade. So the guy who he had starting at safety was this guy named fucking uh, 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 Mike Gisler. I think it was. Some oh, Gisler. Shit. I remember him. Shout out to Gisler. Gisler was a little, little nerdy <laughs> motherfucker. Little nerdy motherfucker. He was horrible. No, uh, Gisler was straight, bro. He was horrible. Let's get Don't do my nigga Mike Gisler like that. This nigga Ralph was yeah, I was so wrong with this. Ralph over here with a nervous tick and shit. So, <laughs> this nigga, he was horrible. So look, Deutsch specifically told whoever the backup quarterback this at the time was a long story. It's just about to be telling them long extended story. He specifically, he specifically told the quarterback to throw a floater on this fade. It's a fade. And they're running the fucking cover three. So the corner is deep third. Joe, so, please wrap the so, story up. So I run a skinny post, and he floated. And I'm like, oh, you trying to get me to jump for the ball so the so Gisler can kill the rib cage? I said, y'all fucking stupid. So I look at the ball. I'm timing it as I'm getting the Gisler. So Joe got intercepted. No, I definitely – come on, stop playing. So I tapped – when the ball came, swear to God, tapped the ball up. And look Gizzler in his face <laughs> and dropped the hat <laughs> right in his chest. <laughs> Gizzler fell, caught hey, the ball. Your on the bench that whole caught, Friday. Ca- no, caught the ball, scored the touchdown. It walked up to, to Deutsch, handed him the ball. I was like, can I get first team or you going to still have to go through this stupid ass <laughs> this shit, shit? This dumb ass shit, bro. <laughs> but no, that was just a little funny drop the hat So story. No, but so, so. In some shit, I think that it's healthy for young boys to play sports in general. Yeah. Because it just teaches it Absolutely. teaches so much more than, than just the sport than right. just what the sport is about. Um I think the parents more so look at the money of it before the kids do. So, it's fun at, for us. so let me ask you, gentlemen, a question. To a young mom who's nervous about football, because I have to have this conversation like probably twenty five times a season. Give a nigga some head. Okay. Stop. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Joe, you know what? You're not drinking no more. The no pod, the pod. We gotta the, take the pod to the next level. We got, yeah, the next level is gonna be Cancel fucking with your ass. <laughs> Me too. But no, what case. would you Rob, what would you tell a, the young a young mother who's like, I'm not letting my boy play no football, but he can hoop. 
What'd you tell that mother? Shit, take him to Bill of Alice, give him some head. <laughs> Bill was fucking. Hey, look, hey, off the record. Bill was allegedly. Fucking, Bill was fucking. Hell no, hey, 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 mama. Allegedly, Listen, my boy Jake used to play. Hey, you that nigga told me this nigga Bill used to be in the way he used to go in the tournament. Yeah, Bill used to be in the hotel oh, knocking on me. Your nah, son ain't man. got all his play money. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, Come don't you worry about that. Holla at you. Let me holla at you. Let me holla at you. Bill was like giving that. bitches hard dick and bubble gum all through the tournament. He ran out Let me holla at you. Let me holla at you. Hey, listen. That nigga Jake said, that nigga Jake said, Bill used, shout out to my nigga Jake. Yeah. He said, Bill used to be bending them, spinning them, getting all up in it. Let me holla at you. Let me holla at you. Can I holla? Can I holla? holla, holla. But no, nah, man. So, bro, <laughs> what, would you tell, what would you tell the mom who would, tell, who would say she let her kid play other sports but not football? What would you tell that mom? Let that little nigga untuck his nuts and go play some all football. All right. And Joe. <laughs> <laughs> We did it, Joe. We did it. We LeBron. did it. We, hey, got that's it. we got him here. Don't be loud. No, you good. Go ahead. All right, give me five minutes. Joe need to go paint his girl's toenails and give her a French man. He, he will be returning. No, we good. Shortly. We good. We good. I'll be able to in a sec. So, um, go ahead. Then I let her come down here a second time. Yo, she coming out here again. That's your ass. That's your ass, bro. Go ahead, bro. Hell, I'm done. I'm done. What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on the woman that wants her boy he to play? Said, let let that boy untuck his oh, nuts so, and so, play some ball. So for me, I'm gonna just you know I'm a director to Coach Tay, and I'm gonna tell him you know he might be a little. Let me holler. Let me holler. But no, nah, not no, no more. I'm just back playing. In the day. Back in the day, I know. I would let her know. Taylor Vallis, boy. I would let her know. You know, saying shout out to all the Lavallises. Shout out to my niggas, uh, Swab, BJ, niggas. all them other about niggas. Three hundred motherfuckers. Boy, let me holler at you. A, <laughs> lot of, a whole lot of Bill <laughs> Juniors. Like all athletes. Bitch. All of them. Speaking the best athletic mamas. So, fucking the tall man, the tall plant hoes. Because shout out to Swab, hey Swab, you my nigga, but my mom's deuce has D bones. Hey, BJ, mama too. BJ, mama got the titties that won't quit. Y'all terrible. They are the gift that keeps on. I'm not in this. Listen, don't act like you ain't never seen. I ain't never seen their mama. BJ, mama used to come to the school to pay that money. Yeah, you know saying and be looking like she pull up in her little drop top and hey, summer with a couple like that at the day. Got, and rest of all, in my defense, you talking about a bunch of 14, 15, 16 year old boys. horny niggas. We've been at football camp for horny a week niggas. with just horny a bunch of sweaty ass dudes, horny as shit. And she pull up to the goddamn field, titties out, with, glistening with that because she a black woman and it's July or it's August, so they got all the coconut Sun-dress. oil. The shea butter, the cocoa butter. butter, all the butters. She got butters every goddamn way. Okay, it's butter. <laughs> like butter biscuits. Hey, she out there looking like a fresh butter biscuit. Okay, you can be like BJ, your mama here. BJ, tell me we said what's up. Yo, you you remember uh, Cat Metamora? We used to come back, right? So yeah. they have all the freshmen there for like a little freshman orientation, the cheerleaders. Mm. Niggas come back like a pack of wolves off that. Oh bus. yeah, <laughs> smashing shit. Oh yeah, I had a triple double. <laughs> a triple double. What's that? So no, Joe, go ahead. That's make three, your, make, that's make three. your point real quick. I had two women three times in one day. Oh, good, I had a good I good. had a three peat in one day. No, so listen, triple hey, double. Bro, with hey, this hold, hold, hold on, listen. That, my hold grandma on. ratted me out on the three peat because I had a chick. Grandma, I had a chick. Grandma know, bro. Bro. Oh, my grandma moved. So listen, my grandma moved in to me. So I thought I was being low. Hold on, wait. My, whoa, pause. <laughs> moved in what? My moved grandma in. moved into my crib. Okay, okay. there we go. Shit, Jesus. So I had, a say move over. I had a little chick over there. She had spent the night, so I woke up. I smashed her. I go to work. I had a little play at work. Smashed her on lunchtime, so I'm feeling good. 
So my little last my little last minute play come over. My grandma like, yeah, he been fucking hoes all day. Oh my god. <laughs> Your grandma, bro, hate her, my bro. grandma is super raw. It's not grandma not raw like that. She is. I'm looking but, like, bro. No, I would tell the mothers though, man. You know, I would tell the mothers. Let them boys play. Let them boys play. You have a you have a son. He's boys not a, he's not boys. a princess. He's a he's a little boy. Put him into if he wants to, especially if he wants to play the sport. Allow him to be around people who he can be, especially when it comes to the coaching. Make sure you get a team with some solid coaches, some solid guys that have. Yeah, because it so, is leagues out here, yeah. boy. Them little pal leagues and shit. Get them around some, get them especially some men that are younger, you know, into the sport that's not too far removed from the sport that have modern ways of coaching and let them learn. It's not just necessarily about the football. You get, you're putting your child around like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. There's a certain level of confidence that you get from that there's a certain discipline you get and that's 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 the biggest word for real for real that is the word it's it's the discipline that you get and you understand how to operate around certain men you know how to have camaraderie and have have some men time because i mean some of the stories from from metamore was classic stories right yeah to this day i will say this though this nigga ralph said jeff goff is better than tom brady well you a goddamn lie his name is jerry speaking of tom brady who y'all got jared what the fuck I gotta go with the brother. I mean, I get I it. I'm going go with, with Kermit. I gotta go with the brother. Man, you smoking? What? I gotta go with KC. Listen, who, who, I, I have to. I can, Tom Brady. Well, I forgot who in the this. fuck I on forgot, Kansas I, City is gonna forgot, stop Tom I Brady? Synonymous to Tom Brady, y'all niggas are all Trump supporters. So I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Man, let me highlight. I forgot. Let me highlight. Who I was sitting in. Big Joe, up your girl? Cause you still got them steps again. Listen, that's your ass. Listen, listen. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and y'all go ahead. Tom Brady is the Mr. Goat. Joe, that microphone almost messed up. Hold on, let me give you one more thing. Let me give you one more thing. Let me give you one more thing. Say it with me now. One, two, three. Super Bowl champion. Tom Brady. Okay, we just wasted a whole lot of time. We never going to get back. Listening to Joe and his shit. Joe, he he got his little. But no, man. Honestly, on. like I said, I just man for me, it's always about you know teaching. It's about letting kids just be good at whatever, right? And letting them just get into things that they're interested in. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, I don't because people are like, oh, but you just want that because your son you play football. I don't give a fuck if my son said, hey, dad. I want to do ballet tomorrow. I'm going to go buy that nigga the best. Because my whole thing I teach my kids is be the best at whatever the fuck you do. I'm going to buy a nigga some Nike ballet shoes, some Under Armour tights. He going to have a coat. He going to be out there pieced up on this ballet shit. And I'm going to be at that bitch cheering wrong as hell, not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. But I'm just going to support my my, my son, support my child. But ultimately, man, I just it's too much bullshit that kids can get into. Yeah. It's so much bullshit. So So much much non-productive, just bullshit. Silly shit. Silly, stupid Speaking of silly shit, you see little Uzi with this fucking diamond in his forehead? No, because I don't... I don't... Dude put a $24 million pink diamond in his forehead, in the middle of his forehead. Man, these niggas like it just be silly shit that people be people doing. People get into silly, and and, I, and Uzi probably never played football. Nope, because he was he was bored. So I would much rather have my son go, my children in general, go out there and be involved in some constructive sports, some organized sports, and things like that, rather than you know what I'm saying. Have them into just a bunch of. Bo- I know I have a cousin, and I'm not gonna say no names, but I have a cousin who 
grew up in inner city Cleveland, mm-hmm. had a tough time growing up. Mom was on drugs the whole nine. He moved in with us when we were in eighth grade. And he was doing really well for like a couple of years because he was with us. And so yeah. being around us, he played – exactly. He played football. He did all these things. He was he was doing really well. Went he, back. He hurt his – he broke his ankle in the middle of our JV sophomore season. And two weeks later, ended up getting expelled from school because instead of him going to practice every day after school and having something productive to do, he once he got hurt, he was like, shit, I can't play no way. Started kicking it with some dumbass, bored-ass, non-sport playing-ass motherfuckers. And got to, and he, they ended up getting caught with a bunch of e-pills and shit. Stupid. And it's like, it's it's those types of things that, and I'm not going to just accredit football with the savior of all non-drug dealers of the world. But I'm saying it's little incidents like that, that sports has you focus. Sports is the reason so many kids graduate from high school because it makes you keep a certain GPA. Yeah. It makes you do community service. I got all my we had to, we had to have like forty hours community service to graduate mm-hmm. at Lasser. I got all that shit just because we did community service throughout the summer. Our coach, we did team building community service work. We went to the soup kitchen and passed out food. We went and we built this fucking like we helped put together this playground down in Detroit somewhere or in Southwest. Like we did all these things, so it's like. Not only did we go out there and play football every day, but we did community service. We gave back to the community. We we did all these mentoring programs for young boys. Like we did all this shit. And and I have to credit so much of that to football. Because I'm going to be honest, I was the type of person, I didn't play a winter sport. I played football in the fall, baseball in the spring. In the winter months, I was on bullshit. Yeah. On I was trash. getting the bullshit. I was, I, I ain't going to lie, full transparency. My junior year of high school, I got this girl pregnant. Cause I wasn't doing shit after school, but going to her house, her parents were still at work. We go to her house, we a fuck, and and because we didn't have shit else to do. Because it was, yeah. And the girl ended up getting pregnant, and it's like, again, not saying there's anything wrong with having children, <laughs> but age, yeah. at 15 years old, that shit's not okay. Yeah. And but during football season, I didn't have time to be fucking around. I was at practice, and then I was so tired from practice, and still had to go home and do homework. So I I really got really really long winded here, but I'll say all that to say. You know, sports in general, they just teach, they teach, we keep saying it, discipline, it teaches productivity, it teaches teamwork, it teaches all kinds of beautiful things. But um, going back to these to these NFL players, right, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, Ralph, with the whole getting blackballed and shit, right, out the NFL, and and I and I have a few players that, I, that come directly to mind when t- in terms of, like, who got blackballed at the NFL, but I want to hear from you. Like, who are some of your top, like, just wrongfully blackballed players do you think that were in the NFL? So, we're going to start off with Kaepernick. Kaepernick was the number one because that man did nothing. And, honestly, he's the, the time he's been off the NFL, he was better than a lot of quarterbacks. He's still better than a lot he's of still quarterbacks. still better than a lot it's, of quarterbacks. Man. Um. Other than that, I mean, I feel like T.O., like we talked about early, T.O. and um, – and Chad, Ocho Cinco, yeah, yeah, Ocho Cinco, they got a lot of fines that are, were bullshit fines for entertainment, and now it's it's something that's been. Can you believe that Chad Johnson is not even getting spoken about for Hall of Fame? Yeah, that that whole it's fucking Hall, nuts. that whole Hall of Fame process is is, a is so skewed because it's not even you don't even get voted by your peers. 
yeah. for the Hall of Fame. You yeah, get voted by a bunch of white dudes who, who can't even fucking throw. They can't football. even get on the fucking field. They can't do, do shit on the that, field. That, that's my whole thing. Even like with commentators, it's a lot of motherfuckers that want to be like sports analysts Skip and shit. Bayless. Yeah, they can't get on the field and do Skip that. Skip Bayless did not play sports past seventh grade. Yeah, you should he didn't not make be, any high school basketball like, team. Why is he one of the number one sports analysts? Like, I understand he's good at his job. He's entertaining, but. Come like, on, man. Who who gave him the fucking authority in the authority first place. to speak on these fucking basketball they players? Coach, they can't do nothing, but can't do shit. But just sit there and, and, and read I, some and read some stats and talk about it. I feel like it's a lot of fucking just like gatekeepers in in the NFL and stuff like that. Even the process of making it to the NFL, mm-hmm. it's a lot of people that were more talented, but they were kind of pushed aside. Pushed aside. It, that narrative, or they didn't fit what they was trying to do. They didn't fit the agenda. Yeah. So yeah. I, Man, so you touched on the Chad Johnson and and um, what's my man for the Ravens? Oh, Ray man. Rice? No, uh, quarterback. Quarterback Lamar the Jackson. Ravens. Lamar. Okay, what about him? Yeah, just look at how look at how uh, Mahomes is pushed as like a yeah. poster child for NFL yeah. versus him. Yeah, and people were saying he's cheating because he's so dark you can't see the ball, shit like that. Wait, what? The yeah, fuck? you don't remember that? They were saying that Hell he no, was cheating. That. He was cheating because they couldn't see the ball against his skin. Wow. Yeah, like what silly shit. Like it's a lot and of like to some slow, degree. small races. So, so, so what are, I mean, do you have, and I don't have the information in front of you, but do you have the breakdown from a stat standpoint of maybe maybe Mahomes' stats so are just significantly better I don't better have the stats because honestly, since Kaepernick left, I have not watched an NFL game. And okay. I, and I don't Fair plan enough. on it. Fair I've enough. like seen little highlights and I actually, I watched uh, Skip more than, <laughs> than, the, actual, than the actual games. Yeah, yeah. Because, because I'm just I don't like how the NFL did that. That was clearly racism, and that institution should be punished severely for what they did. The fine wasn't enough. It should be something in in play to stop them from doing that. Yeah, it, because it, they ruined that man's life because he wanted to speak out against bullshit. And then now they all on the bandwagon and yeah. putting Black Lives Matter on the helmets and, and even the thing, even the thing with if he doesn't want to stand for the flag flag in the in the elite pledge of allegiance or whatever. That's on him. But you, and, as, and as a human, you have that the right. You have that right. That's you don't, you don't have you to pledge allegiance to that flag. Yeah. You don't have to do that. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, so, at you. so, for me, um, you back from eating ass? with the whole, yeah, Jesus Christ. Are y'all done with y'all tongue punching fart boxes up there? Hey, let me holler at you. Let me but holler yeah, at so you. So, with the whole Chad Johnson and T.O. thing, man, it's fucked up because, again, you're talking about guys who got fined millions and T.A. Millions. Chad Johnson was actually talking about this on a podcast the other day. He said he going to file agreements. He should. Because he got fined millions and millions of dollars throughout his career for him doing individual celebrations. And a lot of that, it was a lot of it was wacky. It was fun. But ultimately, at the end of the day, as an NFL player, these guys bring in billions and billions of dollars to these organizations to entertain. They're and that's what I was going to say. It's the entertainment factor. I'm going to whoop your ass if you don't go on Instagram and take that picture of my foot. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? First of all, I want to let everybody know that Joe and Ralph is both sitting here in blue jeans, T-shirts, with their socks off, looking like broke back hey, of all the mountains. India I need vibes. y'all niggas to put some shoes or socks or footies. I'm about to report uh, Joe for a hate crime on this <laughs> motherfucker. You know how but no, man. But like now, these guys... Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. These niggas... Literally got charged millions of dollars for celebrating, and now they got a celebration cam 
in, in the, the end, end zone. zone. Right. For like they're 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 so, telling them to celebrate. Right. That's fucking crazy. And the NFL was good for that. They need they, to back they pay all that cheese. They certain people for certain shit. Then it's like a couple years later they realize how fucking dumb it was that they got condemned, and so then they become a part of it. Well, that's to bring it back no, full circle saw, to the Chad Willard bitch. Is 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 black people do it? White people can't. That's the NFL. Is that is that simple? How many black owners is in the NFL? No, no, it's one, right? It's one. Think, no, no, oh, it's none. Okay. Jay Z was like their little token boy for some. It's, shit. it's a few. It's a few black coaches, but barely. Barely. I mean, look how the Lions did. Um, Carhart, Cartwell, Cartwell. Yeah, that yeah. nigga look like a catfish a little bit. Right, <laughs> 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 like he could be your granddad for real. On the Huns, he don't. Not even a little. He bit. don't, bro. None. Y'all got them same big cheekbones. Uh, Joe look like a sea bass, bro. I will blaze you, bitch. Your ass look like <laughs> hey, Chilean. You remember? You remember Red Pokemon? Yes. Brock, bro. Brock's Brock's main Pokemon was Onyx. That's what this nigga Ralph look like. Head ass. But no, Joe, so it was a terrible joke. If you got to go was. back and ask for reference, it was it, it was, was horrible. horrible. Missed no, that three. But so, <laughs> so to sum it all up, um, God I think, damn that Peter with ass sandwich coming back. Hey, he 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 talking up butt loogies right now. But no, so in assumption, man, like I said, I think um, when you when you when you swallow and it go down the wrong fucking pipe, was you swallowing you nasty ass nigga. Pause. Pause. You niggas is wild as fuck. <laughs> no, but I think um, I think assumption, man. You know, I think we definitely. There's more dialogue that needs to be talked about in terms it of like, is. in terms, there needs to be more of an uproar in the terms of, of how these players get treated and how these African and, and brown and black players, African-American brown and black players get treated as opposed to these white players and the shit that these white guys get away with. Like Rob just said, the players union should be doing a lot more. Um, and, and that's kind of, that's my, that's my close on that, on, on all of this, man. I mean, I think though, real quick, and I'm going I'm to close out. With with this, we are, you know, and, and if anybody knows me, they knows my favorite podcaster is, you know what I'm saying, my nigga Joe Bud, Joe Budden, right? Shout out to Joe Budden. We can get, we can use that spot on the network, you know what I'm saying? Definitely got the content. You definitely not about to get this. I'm not, bro, I'm yeah, grand, yeah, bro. You not about to catch this image of these crocodile toes. But no. Um, you know, he said, he said, he said <laughs> something nigga, very. They got this nigga feet on here. Dog. This nigga said, <laughs> I'm sick about it. This nigga button said something very important. Uh, everybody was hype about the billion dollar. Um, everybody was hype about <laughs> the billion dollar. Y'all niggas is so bro. childish, bro. <laughs> and I want to y'all know how childish y'all is with y'all fucking feet out right now, bro. I was doing the shit because I was comfy. You know what I'm saying? Nigga I been comfy, nigga. I'm coming to your crib comfy. Hey, for real though, bitch, you don't need these. No, nah. I'm saying you definitely don't need these. I definitely need those. You know what I'm saying? I trade you. Joe, finish your statement, bro. Y'all niggas is. I got three. I got three pairs of shoes for these. No, right Joe, now. We're, we're literally recording. Them. We're literally so recording. Look, we we live. So look, so <laughs> look, so look, so look. Real so short attention span. Like I look at it like this. Button said it best. Chatty house, clubhouse, whatever you want to call it. By the way, um, we recording this on a Wednesday. We're gonna drop it on a Thursday, so we'll do our clubhouse tomorrow. Say fuck it. Um, you know, so when y'all listen to this after y'all done listening, tap in around eight, nine o'clock Thursday and you know, catch us on the clubhouse. Y'all can bounce y'all opinions or whatever thoughts. Um, but he said it best. Clubhouse got a billion dollar valuation. Who made Clubhouse lit? Yep. 
Black people. Who made the NFL lit? Black people. Who made the NBA lit? Black people. Who makes America lit? Black people. Chinese people. <laughs> Let me holla at you. You ain't never had no egg for young nowhere else. Boy, you get some young dumb hoe, you be good. Some young <laughs> dumb hoe. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so at I'm the end of the day, we, at the end of the day, we are the money. They can't. The NFL will not succeed without us. So, so much is the player um, union doing things for things like this, Chad Wheeler and shit. I'm telling you, you got fucking ass in his throat. <laughs> it's not even so much as the players doing stuff. It, I mean, the union is more so the players. As a people, we have to come together. We have to we have to get on the same playing field. And when we shut shit down and they start losing money, I think that's when they'll come back to this shit and start the fair. And you see, they started that, that that allowing people to kneel outside the thing and all that. Right. When they start losing fucking money. Right. It's all for when you talk about these owners in the NFL and situations like this with the Chad Willer and the unjust between cultures and races. It you know boils down be to dope the money. As fuck if the all if every black player in the NFL. Decided one Sunday, none of us are playing. We're not playing this Sunday. It would be right. huge. And, you know, do you know how much fucking, how much of an impact that shit would make? Just one game, not not a whole season, not a whole like just one game. If every black player decided none of us are playing this Sunday, right? You know how much fucking money then? Because because honestly, teams wouldn't be able to field a team. They wouldn't be able to play. They wouldn't be able to play. And if they did play, nobody trying to see that shit. 89 percent of the players on your field are black or brown. Or even if the two teams is going to the Super Bowl, every black player set the fuck down and said, "Fuck you." Do you know what that would do to the fucking owners of the NFL? Right, but but see, that's the thing, right? So you get the you get the you get the low man on the totem pole that's worried about being able to pay his bills, and it's like that's and that's a really good point. And, And see, this is the thing, and that's and that's why the NFL has such a hard time. Doing this collaborative but, 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 effort because the vets who making millions they don't give a fuck. But you, it's that rookie right. who, who just fresh want to take care of his family. Bought that big car, and the, big house, yeah, and now he got yeah he got right. to play. So, but see that's the thing, right? So again, it goes back to the unity. Them big players, them vets, that's break that's, some bread. You you break ain't some bread. break some bread. Get them yeah. little young boys. You know what I'm saying? Give them an M. Give them an M. You, and, you go. It's a tax write off of you anyway. It's a donation. It's a yeah. charitable. I them. Fuck, give them five. Give, give them their game check. Give them, give them your game give check. Five hundred K, they'd be straight. Give them their, their game. Not just be like two hundred fifty, yeah. three hundred thousand. Give, give them the game, give check. game check. Give yeah. them a game check, and let him be able to support his little young ass family. And y'all sit out for a week or two, and no, let I'm, them. Man, I'm talking about a game, one game. That's true. If every one game. black player in when the Cap league, got, when Cap got blackball, every black player should have took a knee. They should have took a knee. If they all took a knee, they would have never been able to do if, nothing. Yep. Or if they all was like, okay. Unless you get some Uncle the, the Tom day, ass motherfuckers. It's always an Uncle Tom And that's the problem. But the, the, day, the day Cap got kicked out the league, if every black player in the league would have said, we're not playing today. Just, okay, so that's like the video. I'm pretty sure y'all saw it. The one Latino guy got fired and all the Mexicans in the whole shot walked yep, out. walked out. And they, they, and they hired everybody they back, including him. They had to. But the one black guy that recorded all the Mexicans walk out, he didn't even walk out. Yeah, they fired bitch. him for recording. Bitch ass nigga. That's what he get. Every, he get, he get yeah. every piece of that. Uh, he should watch his ass out too. Hey, listen. <laughs> but no, Ralph. So in in, in conclusion, you want to throw anything? Uh, I do want to say something. Uh, last week we had a pass on Cicely Tyson. She's true. a black figure. Shut up. Um, a lot of people were saying, looking at it as a sad way, but 
96. Can I say something on the Sissy Texas shit real fast? And then maybe this is just a dumbass to me. Why do I feel like this? I'm and I'm gonna set the scene for y'all. And this is this is how I believe uh, Sister Tyson died. I feel like she was in the bed, real peaceful, with a fucking harpist in the corner playing some real beautiful music with one tear falling from the harpist's eye, and she was just laying there real peaceful in this like pink room that looked like heaven, and she said some real inspirational shit and then closed her eyes and died. My nigga, that's how I feel like Sister Tyson. Hey, died. that's how I look. That's, that's how, how I think she, she lived. Died. I think she died yeah. just like that. I think she just was chilling and went to sleep and woke up and was in heaven. Yeah. But like she was in the bed though. Yeah, with but the heart played. The heart wasn't there. The heart was there. She was definitely watching the Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> bad joke. I'm sorry. Well, bad she's joke. Watching bad jo- she was watching her stories. <laughs> she, she was watching the stories. She was watching Younger Rest. Bad joke. <laughs> she was watching Younger Rest. But no, but no. Sick. Shout out to Cicely Tyson. Very powerful black figure in our community. Very positive. Very positive. Very beautiful. Negative. You know. Very inspirational. Um, that's, so that's a major shout out to Cicely. Who else we lose? We lost somebody else. We lost Screech. Um, oh, yeah, shout out to Screech. Screech. That nigga Screech was a porn star. He shout was out a to porn that. Star. That nigga went Freaky from Saved by the Bell to the porn to star. Slanging dicks. Freaky <laughs> ass nigga. Uh, I would he definitely from cancer, right? T- yeah, I believe so. Prostate yeah. cancer. Stage yeah. four cancer or yeah. whatever kind of cancer. Well, who else, Ralph? We lost one other person. Why was niggas on fucking Twitter talk when Sister Tyson died? Niggas ain't said R.I.P. Niggas ain't say rest, none of that. Niggas was like, damn, Betty White next. Damn. That's fucked Don't up. Hey, no keto, Betty White. Uh, like a hundred. She 90, like 97 or some shit like that. She that shit poor. crazy. Damn, but, Michael Spurham got a big ass gap. Yeah. It look like yours. It gets, it gets bigger <laughs> every time, too. Hey, you look like this nigga, a fat no, version. So, 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 in closing with Super Bowl, with the Super Bowl. Uh, Did we give our picks? Huh? We oh, did yeah, get the picks. picks. Let's get the picks. Who, who Tom Brady by twenty one. I'm going with, with KC, man. I got I got uh I got Tom Brady by two two touchdowns. So fourteen. Yep, little four, little hot little fourteen. I got Tom Brady by twenty one points. Can we, can we can we can we can we place a wager, gentlemen? Uh, yeah. Let me holler at you. Let me holler at yeah, you. Yeah, the way this this new baby coming. <laughs> All right. All right. No. So so it is Black History Month. Oh, yeah. For sure. It is definitely Black History Month. So I definitely want to. I've been doing it on social media and I'm going to continue corner. to do it. I'm going to keep doing it all month. Each each day of this month, I'm going to highlight a black chef, old and new. So I'm starting off with some more historical black chefs. Oh, never mind. I'm going with Brady. This nigga Mahomes got a white woman. This nigga Mahomes is. No, nah, I know he was married Bruh, to a fucking white girl. Yeah, yeah. And she weak as hell, too. My there, thing is, I'm sorry, we're getting off get topic here. But my thing is, if, like, if I got that kind of NFL so cheese, you know he bought it. You know he bought a baseball team. It's going to be a white bitch that niggas going to look at me and be like, damn, I get it. Do you know he bought a baseball team? Yeah. Okay. He got that cheese. He bought the Royals. What the fuck you got that got to do with the price of tea and fucking China? I'm talking about white bitches, Joe. You're talking about baseball. No, no, I'm saying. Mahomey bought the Royals. You got that. That's uh, attesting to your point. Oh, yeah. You got, you got that, that type K. of cheese. You build a bitch. You got that K. I'm no, going to build a bitch. No, I ain't going to do that. But I'm a, bro, it's some bitches out here that's so cold. That they white girls. Unfortunately, plain yeah, white, white girls. These niggas be getting these plain ass, Kroger ass white girls. I seen a white girl. These whole fools ass white girls. Bro, made me want to. It had you thinking different. Had me, had me ready to risk it all. Christina, like, that's what I'm saying, bro. This is one. Hour and eighteen minutes and ten seconds that he said he wanted to. No, I'm just playing. I don't give a damn. These niggas be out here grabbing these whole plain, long back Kroger plain Karen looking ass bitches, ass weird bitches. And and it's like, dog, what are you doing? 
It's it's nuts to me. She might suck a mean so, one though. So, no, uh, they were talking about she don't even look like she's day, like that good. And, and and this WNBA player made a really good point because they started asking her about dating, right? And it was like, um, is it hard to date as a WNBA player? And she was like, yeah. And they were like, why? And she was like, because as a woman, she's like, as a man, as a male athlete with millions of dollars, y'all could literally go fuck some girl who don't got no job, no car, no nothing, but she fine as hell, and nobody, right. and you, and if you show up with her to the fucking ESPYs, ain't nobody gonna bat a goddamn eye because yeah. it's just a, it's just a pretty ass woman. She was like, if I, if I met a guy who worked at fucking McDonald's and drove a goddamn Toyota Camry and lived in an apartment. But because he was a great guy, had a good personality, y'all would look at me and be like, why you dating that? But he, he did all that, but he was a fine-ass right. chocolate nigga with muscles everywhere. So you like y'all fine would, chocolate niggas. Just, come on, relax, <laughs> bro. That's what I'm, just I'm said. Quoting, what he just I'm said. quoting the I'm young woman. I'm just fucking with you. Joe, relax. Okay, you, know, you. you were off once in here with your toes out, so relax, <laughs> nigga. Don't do that to me. Because I'll get the blaze of both of you ashy feet-ass niggas. Y'all about to go walk on some hardwood and slip. Y'all shit so ashy, nigga. Man, my shit <laughs> but look, so, ashy. Yeah, she was like, that's crazy, but she no, she got point. That's a she good like, point. I can't date because y'all gonna look at me and be like, "Why you dating that bum ass nigga? You a professional athlete, but the professional male athlete can date a bum ass bitch, and nobody gonna fucking bat an eye." But no, back back on topic, y'all niggas wild. Back on topic. <laughs> so, Chef's Corner this week. Instead of dropping the recipe, I'm gonna keep doing like I've been doing on social media, and I'm gonna talk about um, a black chef. So every day I'm highlighting a black chef in some type of southern cuisine, southern dish because soul food is now considered southern cuisine um and it's and it's getting this recognition and i'm gonna use the person i'm gonna use in saying that i'm sorry uh, the person i'm using saying that is um chef edna lewis so chef edna lewis um was a chef that basically changed the narrative of soul food in america and had them and the way she prepared her food and the way she served it at her restaurants um she made americans recognize soul food as an actual cuisine and it wasn't just some cheap ass throw it in the box you know type of food slave it wasn't slave food anymore right she made america um view southern soul food as an actual cuisine so shout out to chef edna lewis and i'm gonna give y'all one more since we own the pod today the next one is gonna be chef um I'm sorry, fellas. Hold on. Let me pull it up real fast. I'm, I should have been more prepared than this. I was showing Ralph and uh, Dirty Ass Joe over there some funny shit earlier. The next chef I'm going to talk about is Chef James Hemmings. So Chef James Hemmings was one of the was, was the first black chef to train and be classically trained in France. Um, and his reason for going to France was that he was actually um, one of Thomas Jefferson's slaves. And so he went to France with Thomas Jefferson. The reason he became Tom, which is really fucked up. The reason he became Thomas Jefferson's slave was that he was actually one of Thomas Jefferson's illegitimate children. Yeah. Right. Yep. And and that's so by through inheritance, he became a slave of Thomas Jefferson. But instead of him being a field nigga because he was his son, right. he allowed him to cook and become his chef. And he was one of the first um Chefs to be up. to be trained in France. He was the first black chef. Okay, relax. <laughs> but also, so like him, but it's what you'll find is a lot of those chefs, black, a lot of those first presidents, all of their chefs was black slaves. Right. Chef Hercules, he was George Washington's right. blacks. And you know what's fucked up? And this is the last quick point. If you Google Chef Hercules, Hercules uh 
I can't think his last name starts with a P. Chef Hercules and Chef James Hemings. They got the same picture for both of them niggas. And I believe it's because it was so long ago. Man, they don't have an true. actual picture of either one of them. So they just drew up this they black want dude. You to know too that, that they, look, I mean, it's literally like a, it's a cartoon picture of a black dude. They want you to know that George Washington had a mixed son too. They just yeah. they just rando. Yeah. So but yeah, so, that's, so and um so so and it's dope because Chef Hemings actually bought his freedom from slavery. Um, but it wasn't until he was able to train his younger brother to take over his role. So basically John Jefferson said, Look, all right, cool, you've been cooking for me for years, you can bounce, but you need to train your brother to be my slave before you did. And that's fucked up. The you know most I mean? fucked up part about that is is that's those that man's blood sons. And yeah. He did that to and him. He did that to him. You know how savage you got to be as a person to even hold on, think. Hold on, wait, wait. He said I bet my slavage. tongue. That nigga said slavage. I bet my tongue. Savage. Cut to that you big know, ass gap. Shut your ass. That nigga be my whistling through that bitch. <laughs> no, but this seriously, Jay, you all jokes aside, I got a gap, shit. but my shit is not Michael Strahan. Your shit look like you've been roundhouse in that motherfucker. <laughs> but you, you literally got your kid slaving. It's the slide on the clip. wild shit. So, so now one of the things I've been doing all week also is highlighting a southern. For sure, I've been having like a southern dish, so a southern cuisine dish. Um, chitlins, so okay, no, Joe's idiot, no. but I want from y'all <laughs> real quick, Ralph. Favorite either soul food dish, southern cuisine dish, or your favorite, like what's your perfect bite? Like, you got your soul food Thanksgiving on the plate, so something what's I, that perfect bite? I for you? Really, Give me both of those. I really enjoy both of those, and some cheese grits with shrimp in them. Okay, cheese grits with shrimp. That's uh, your favorite Southern cuisine dish. Yep. What's your perfect soul food? But I'm going to go first, right? So mine's is like, I got that Thanksgiving plate. When that green juice hit that dressing off that mac and them yams. You lost me. And I get all that on the same fork. Oh, it's over. And I need niggas to know, I don't be eating for real on Thanksgiving. I don't even eat for real on that Friday. It's that Saturday for me. That shit get to sit. That two days oh my god, bro! Them flavors get to sit in that I'm thing. I'm gonna tell you what I, I gotta do. I'm gonna take a nice scoop of some mac and cheese, right? Okay. And I'm gonna put some turkey on one side, some ham on one side, a little hot, just a little bit of hot sauce on that turkey. That shit be so damn good. If you gotta put hot sauce on your food, it's nasty. Oh, no, no, not true. Not, just not a true. Little if bit you gotta put hot sauce on your food, it's nasty. It's coming from a chef, yeah, so yeah, you, you know, know. You his think palate different, is, though. You think if you gotta put hot sauce on your food, your people can't cook. You gonna put no hot sauce on your turkey? Hell, no. first of all, we deep fry our turkey, and that shit hit. Oh no, you off you top. Put no hot sauce on the I don't need turkey? to. That bitch hit like it hit, bro. I gotta put that hot shit sauce. flavor is so the nigga and me be like hot sauce. Nah, hot bro, sauce, I hate sauce. I hate niggas who douse their food. No, 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 no sauce, I said bro. just a little dab. Just a little dab. Little dab. Okay. I hate so niggas for me, that shit. For me, favorite soul food dish should probably be macaroni and shots. Okay, that's because uh, he got his toes out. That's why he's talking like this. Yeah, like like macaroni and shots. Him and Ralph getting inch by inch, they're getting closer and closer no, to, to locking toes. They're about to lock toes <laughs> like not their color. No, they're they about to color purple lock toes, bro. But macaroni and cheese, you know what I'm saying? Probably favorite dishy. Uh, you know, that perfect bite for real, for real. It might be that yam macaroni mix. That yam macaroni, but you gotta hit see with that, you gotta hit the greens. Nah, nah the greens, the greens is solo. What? First, hold on. First off, let me explain this to you. First off, if you put that greens on my plate and it's too juicy, it's too much juice. Oh, you need all that? Nah, cuz cause I don't like nothing like No, you need the greens. The only thing I like wet is the coochie. Bro. Bruh. The you greens, want dry you, ass greens? No, no, like no, 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 no. I definitely want my greens in a bowl so I can eat that shit like soup. No. Nah, gee. But with them but, smoked turkey but, necks in the, that bitch. The, the, the green juice on the on the on the on the on the dressing, 
You lost me. Oh no, that's the one. No, the macaroni mixed with the dressing or the or the or the or the yamage juice mixed with the dressing. The okay. yamage juice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm here with it. But no, that macaroni with the yams and then followed by a nice hefty bite of that turkey breast, because I only like white meat. You know okay. what I'm saying? That so turkey weird. breast. Weird nigga, and then, and, but look, you got a hitting with that good brew. That fr- let me tell you something about beer, bro. Oh my god. Let me tell you something nigga. about beer. Look, don't tell me, you better not lie. Have you ever worked outside, like just doing some yard work or some shit, hot ass day, and you crack that fresh out the fridge brew, and you hit it that first set? Bro, I'm gonna hit you with one better. Joe. That's why I figured out why Latinos do that. They be like, oh yeah, yeah, I ain't nigga. I I sold that goddamn gumbo a couple months, about a month or so ago, right? I did the gumbo, the gumbo cup. Nigga, I sold six gallons of gumbo that day. You know how fucking exhausted I was? We didn't have no juice at the house, and our water out the faucet, be, it'd be like lukewarm and shit. I looked in the fridge and had a non-alcoholic goddamn Heineken in that bitch. When I tell you that bitch was so cold and crisp, nigga, Bro, it be that, that shit felt like sip. a Gatorade coming off the field. It'd be the first sip. I'm going to tell you about Joe, bro. So, you know, we was doing a little brick work this summer. We was doing patio. Shout out Linscape. to Linscape. You know what I'm saying? We got some, we got some openings. We be doing, it'll be about 100 degrees out. We laying brick. I look over Joe cracking beers like a motherfucker. Yes. Like, we used to be in the kitchen. So, look, this is my rule. This is always my rule as a chef. Towards the end of the night, you can have a beer. You can get a beer. Towards the end of your shift. Online. I don't give a fuck. If you can't open that bitch without no opener, you can't drink it. And I, and I used to have a chef that said that same shit to me. Give me a pair of tongs. I'm going to show you how to open a beer every time. <laughs> Give me a pair of tongs. I'm going to crack that bitch every time. Shit, I'm motherfucking just take that bitch to a sharp edge. Oh, niggas, no, that's ah. what niggas be doing. But see, I tell Top you, day. I always tell niggas, if you do that and that bottle break, you clearing everything down off this line. Right. And you're going to prep everything by yourself. All this shit. So that's why niggas stop doing that shit because this one fucking idiot trying to do that shit and the neck of the bottle shattered. I made that nigga, he was there till about four in the morning doing that shit. I made that nigga take every pan of food off the line, throw it in the garbage, and reprep all that shit. Oh, right, because you could have got You have to, legally. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so appreciate y'all. That's the Chef's Corner this week. Um, I want to say that I'm going to sum up Black History Month with a Southern-inspired cuisine uh, weekend dinner series in Atlanta, Georgia, March 12th through the 14th. I'm collaborating with a chef out in Atlanta. We're going to be doing... Um, Three days, two seatings a day, real intimate, 10 people only per seating. We're doing uh, five courses with cocktail pairings and the cocktail that we're using. I'm sorry, the spirit that we're using is Uncle Nearest Whiskey. It is a black owned whiskey company. So every cocktail you drink that day will be prepared with a black owned whiskey um, called Uncle Nearest. If you haven't heard of Uncle Nearest, Uncle Nearest is the whiskey family who created the Jack, who created Jack Daniels. And when Jack Daniels was a slave, he taught Jack Daniels how to how to distill that whiskey. His family then came back years later and rebought that recipe back. Thus, Uncle Nearest whiskey was born. So every cocktail we eat, that it's gonna be very black, very proud, big, big, bliggity black. It's gonna be in Atlanta. So look on my check out my IG. Keep posted on my on my socials. You'll see all of the uh, Eventbrite and ways to purchase tickets. And if you're in the Atlanta area, March uh, 12th through the 14th, cop a ticket, pull up on us. Check me on Instagram at Chef underscore Devante B. You can also catch me on Instagram at Exchange Detroit. Chef Tay out. Ralph, uh, let me holler at you. 
Pretty much, stay black. Yeah. And wear socks Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. Fuck lotion. This Taking nigga. it back, I'm running through the Serengeti in this Fuck motherfucker. Lotion. Fuck lotion. This nigga wild. <laughs> but no, man, uh, you know, uh, Glenn Gloop, you know, hit us up on the gram, Glenn Group. Um, we got some openings, uh, landscape. We got pavers going up this year. We got a, we got a couple of, um, um, openings for new clients for as far as lawn care, get your weeding, bush hedging, trimming, tree removal, stone removal, um, planting, gutter cleaning, fall cleanups, spring cleanups, um, mulching, all your needs. Um, hit us up on Instagram. Um, you know, we'll have that. Uh, also again, we didn't get to uh, drop our merch pre-order this past Sunday. Uh, we had some family issues going on, so we are going to have that link up ASAP. Um, pre-orders, we have hoodies and T-shirts for pre-order. Hoodies will be pre-ordered at 50. T-shirts will be pre-ordered at 35. Um, and that is a, um, or I'm sorry, not 35 for the T-shirts. T-shirts will be pre-ordered at 30. Um, so hoodies at 50, T-shirts at 30. We'll have that link up. Pre-order your T-shirt. We're going to run that pre-order for seven days. After those seven days, that pre-order will come down. All shirts and, and hoodies will be made and delivered to the address that you provide us. So please make sure your mailing and, and addresses, everything is up. I'm joking. And um, that's that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all for listening. Oh, no, I ain't worried about Ralph. He over there talking about how you about to eat his girl last night. Um, oh, quick last thing. Fast Super Bowl week. Favorite wing flavor. Ralph, go. Uh, Chipotle. Joe. Oh, Buffalo. I'm going to go with my jerk spice rub, pineapple rum wings. Pineapple rum sauce will be bottled and for sale. My jerk rub will be <laughs> bottled and for sale on my spice blend and my sauce blend. I mean, my spice line and my sauce line coming to a city near you. Check it out. Tap in. This the bearded point of view. Hey, a conservative Bernie. You miss again. We docking your pay. Uh, this the bearded point of view podcast. Thank you for listening. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs>